We hot. We white. We back again. One time for the one time. It's me and Monty T. I got B in the place to be. The roundhouse roundtable here going up. Let's talk about it. Let's get it. I swear my glow up in lightning. Hot ears, something like lightning. This shit a hit on my psychic. She want me lick, I'm excited. See, I feel that that's my business, and that's why I'm business minded. Need a push, get behind it. It's science, apply it. Worst come to worst, you tried it. Get a bag, get inspired. Shoot your shot, just the effort I admire. You're higher than the difference at this point. My circle is smaller than the point. I'd rather sit there and voice than hearing a fake on their voice. All right. We about to do it how we do it. Cause ain't no other way to do it. Cause we gotta do it like this. Cause the only way to do it is this way. The no cap recap. Okay. <laughs> you didn't feel yourself do a little bit much. No, the, I had okay. no. It's the it's the you gotta you gotta build into the no cap recap. You can't just really just walk into it because you know it's it's a lot of cap. You know when it comes I'm... to these recaps and even with the the commentary you know mm-hmm. you were seeing a lot of that i was very I annoying i saw you writing your notes you was like oh <laughs> you don't have to tell my business every time every time but it's just like we notice like and it, it gets to a point where where you notice this is like okay all right now we about to just we about to make it a drinking game or something where where every time they start to coach one of the fighters from the commentary booth, we gotta take a shot. Ooh, I don't know about that. <laughs> you gonna, you gonna be drunk. Yep. You gonna be drunk uh second Friday. <laughs> Maybe even the first one, depending on who it is. Exactly. The first fight of the night, good fight, great fight. Expected a lot from it, but a lot came in a short period of time. Mm-hmm. Nick Maximov versus Andre Petrowski. Mm-hmm. Andre Petrowski came in as the underdog. And was like, y'all not about to do this to me. Y'all about to put some respect to my name. Yeah, and he got- also he also came in and his gym was undefeated at the time, thirteen and zero. So he had a he had a lot, you know, you, riding on this. He you got to make sure you announce that. Yeah, <laughs> and he did in a walkout. They made sure they announced it that their gym was thirteen and zero. So mm-hmm. I feel like he had to come through because he didn't want to be the first L on the roster. Oh, it's so much pressure on that. But at the same time, it's just like if you in the gym then like that's when you could just take that deep breath and it's like rely on my training and apparently they got him spun up with that jujitsu just right uh, for him to hit that anaconda choke man it was nice Uh, at first it seemed like maximov was doing the right thing trying to push his hips off but it's like once he got past his hips that's when he started to creep in creep in creep in and with an anaconda choke is like every time every little step in or every little slide in that shit gets 10 times tighter. <laughs> that is very true. And he was undefeated before this fight. Exactly. And that was his first L. So, you know, both of them came in and they had they had things to lose and weight on their shoulder. And I think I liked it. It set the tone for the night. It didn't last long. You know, let's get in there, get out, get it done. I think Andre Petrowski got in Maximov's head when it mm. came to he wanted him wanting to see who was the better wrestler who's the better grappler and he got lost in the sauce and got choked out on the way down like like Mm -hmm. in this he mid takedown that's when he got 
choked up mm-hmm. and the anaconda started and that was elite how petrowski got that anaconda choking set up initially and how he got once they got to the ground transitioning from uh being up to the ground he was able to really sink it in mm-hmm. at that time that was that was elite shit yeah got choked up and choked out <laughs> exactly next we got Tatsuro Tayera versus Carlos Candelario yep. did you did you break down the hyphens and all that I did <laughs> Candelario <laughs> no I did for Tayera um, Tatsuro Tayera so mm-hmm. Tayera came out ready to fight 100% Carlos was there ready to fight as well it, it seemed like the fight was there it was a good fight but somebody was one step above Ooh, and, yeah. and it's Tyera. Tyera was definitely there showing how he was able to, you know, get out of bad situations and still uh, get shots off. Yeah, but he was not making it easy for him. But one thing that did stand out to me was the commentators helping him get out of that body triangle and letting him know, like, a darts was on the way. So I didn't like the aspect <laughs> of it. Because, like, come on, let's <laughs> allow the fight to happen. And but, then commentate you know, on what right, happened. Right, but Candelaro, he had great defense and getting out of the rear naked and the body triangles. And he also, he was doing great by listening to his corner to walk him out of it. So I thought that was that was wonderful. But Tyra, he was just in for the takedowns. You know, he he was also undefeated. He had a lot of weight to carry on his shoulders and he just wanted to show up and show out because he had to. So yeah, he had to he had to he had to come in swinging. Mm-hmm. 67% on his total strikes is just like that's a high percentage. That is, he was very accurate. And yep. it's just like to see him against, you know, other guys, I would I'm I'm interested, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but in round one, he had a, a clean cross. And in round two, he sat him down. So he was slowly winning the rounds and being much more memorable. So I think that's what helped take him. And then also his ground and pound was pretty mm-hmm. good. He was just just beating the crap out of him in front of his corner. <laughs> yeah, that's that was the yeah, that was the hard part. <laughs> that was that was the hard part. But he was doing good. Carlos was doing a good job listening to his corner, but he was still, you know, getting caught up, you know, in his corner because, you know, Tyra was, was right there too, listening as they're trying to coach him out of it. You know, just being one step ahead, but not enough ahead to submit him so yeah yeah it seemed like his his uh jujitsu was there enough to get him to those spots mm-hmm. but like it's like he didn't have the technical ability to keep there or, or the patience because it was like with with that time that's where that patience come because like once he beat the first area of the the rear naked mm-hmm. it's like he gave up and he was kind of like trying to move to the next position or trying to you know worry about other things but he could have stayed on his neck and really got that sunk in but yeah but I also think he didn't want to tire himself out because you have three rounds you don't know how much energy you're going to need and like I was saying before it's I guess it's better to go to decision than to get knocked out well well he had the control in that in that area so I mean that makes sense yeah that makes sense next Mm. Angela Hill versus Verona Jandaroba you know I was a little concerned about this fight, but, you know, watching this fight, watching Angela Hill go against a world-class jujitsu, Angela made her look average. I'm going to be honest. I was expecting Angela to be submitted 
in the first round. So I was extremely nervous, but Angela Hill came through. She survived and she, she gave her a hard time the entire time. So I was appreciative of this match. And, and she, it definitely shows that she's elevating her jujitsu. She and she almost submitted her. That was that was the crazy part. That, that was, was that was very crazy. Yeah. But you know, she did have coaching as well from a commentary. That's you know, that's and, true. And, uh, Angela Hill is definitely getting better with her jujitsu. Her stand up game was it was it was there, but she wasn't really firing the way she should have to because she could have she really could have got away with this w um she once she got that confidence on the ground like oh it's not that bad mm -hmm. that's when she really started to work but yeah you know. she got out of the deep knee bar and mm -hmm. she had a great uh arm bar defense you know just mm -hmm. hitting her in the face with her knee and then she started stepping on her face with her knee i'm like that is that's great defense yeah. you know her being a world champion she was very creative to get to the ground in mm -hmm. round one so angela wasn't able to fire off like she wanted to because every time she came in close she was trying to take her to the ground and was yeah. being successful at it so you know she took it down straight in the middle of the mat so she couldn't you know, get her way up on the gates. And, you know, she did a great job with staying heavy and shoulders on her neck, constantly keeping that pressure and staying heavy. So she did what she needed to do to secure this victory. Yeah. But I was surprised that, you know, being a world class. She didn't get it done. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, kudos to Angela for that. Yeah. I think Angela was just better. Uh, like some people are good at jujitsu. But they don't think about the hit placement and all that stuff. I think Angela Hill has been involved in different spots with MMA mm -hmm. where she was able to exploit those positions and, mm -hmm. and get some ground and pound in. And, you know, it was, you know, Angela Hill, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, they keep giving her dogs. I feel like they, they keep giving her people who are straight up problems and making a name off Angela Hill. But it's just like, I'd be one Angela, Angela Hill be really, she be getting put in these nice spots. And, and it's like, she don't really be really rising to that occasion when she get in those nice spots. Like uh, Tisha Torres, the second time, like those, that was, that was one of those fights for her to come up and really make a name. And it's just like, now they putting her on the prelims and it's just like, I hope she ain't about to get that call. You know, I hope that, yeah. that, 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 you know, Cause it's getting to that. And then that's, that's the hard part, you know? Yeah. And she also made history, you know, having the most fights up under her belt in this weight class. But I think if they keep calling her, she's going to show up. So I hope they still call her so she can continue to show up. I hope up. so too. I hope so too. Uh, and I hope she really started turning those, turning those into W's too. For yeah, real. Like, too. I don't know. Fan. I don't know what it is exactly. I'm a fan as well. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what it is. Sometimes it's just like, you know, the same camp, you know, you're still getting the, mm, you know, sometimes the, you gotta switch some stuff up. The, you know, same results. And it's just like the jujitsu definitely is helping. And if that was a different person, you probably would have got that W for sure. Absolutely. But she went up against a world, a world class. So, so, so that's what I'm saying. Like she gets dogs she, every time. She, like she's she elevating like, I though. Fight. She she's elevating though. So you can't you can't knock the elevation that's happening. Uh, it's not coming out in her favor, but that doesn't mean she's not getting better. So I'm here for Angela Hill. She's continuing to get better. Yes, it's not going her way with the decisions, but that doesn't mean 
like she's not getting better. So I agree. I don't. I ain't saying she's not getting better as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, just saying yeah. like the the competition level is now you know starting to really elevate. Yeah, most definitely. So it's just like. You know, Angela Hill, she she got all of it. She got the total package. It's just like the, it's just that intangible. God bless you. Thank you. Speaking of the total package, <laughs> Michael Johnson versus Alan Patrick. Alan Patrick looked very violent. He looked very like he like he's a problem for real. Ooh. He's willing to risk a lot, risk it all. Yeah. So that's one of the ones who like once once he starts to align that willing to risk it all with a little bit more technical uh part like Oliveira did you got you might have another uh, champion on your hands you might have somebody coming up you know in the cut yeah but <laughs> but Michael Johnson was not having it <laughs> he was not having it he got he got wobbled in round one and then his mm -hmm. capoeira it was so slow I saw it coming every time and I'm sure Michael Johnson saw it from a nah. mile away you so see that one head kick that he did when he got on the head he didn't, like but but a lot of it was very slow. We even commented on it, like, why is it so slow? What is happening? Like, I don't know. <laughs> My, I, but speaking of slow, Michael Johnson looked extremely fast. He looked like he ain't missed no steps. That's right. Uh, he he looked sharp. He looked like he back with with like a vengeance. Like he like it was some people in his way. Like Khabib, Khabib was one of the ones that that was just going to come through. Yeah, and. And I think that now is Michael Johnson's turn. It's his time to shine. He got that power. You know, he has that wrestling uh, tick. So at the same time, it's like, he about to, he, is he going to make a run? You know, is he, is he about to make a run? That's, that's one of the parts that, you know, I could see with Michael Johnson in the lightweight, you know, but he got people, he got dogs that he has to face again. Because yeah. he already faced all the dogs, you know what I mean? <laughs> he faced everybody in a lightweight pretty much, even even Khabib. Yeah. So it's just like you already saw the worst of it, and that's just it's up from here. Yeah, and he did a great job of leading with a kick, then a one-two. He was connecting mm -hmm. every time, and so that's how he was clo closing the distance, able Straight to get down close. the middle. Yes, mm -hmm. it was phenomenal, and it was very elite. Mm -hmm. He dropped him in a, in the round two after a couple of good ones and twos and, and <laughs> finished it. So I'm, I'm happy. I was happy with the fight. Oh, shit. I was happy with it, too. It was good to see Michael Johnson get a W. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to see who he go against next. Yeah. You know, turn up. Keep going. Keep yep. going. Next, we have Andrea Lee versus Vivian Adarujo. Mm hmm and to her coaches that said that racist shit fuck y'all wow right in the corner is something that is like tip of the iceberg racist type shit yeah i you know, know how that's, it goes that's that's that that's really what that comes down to that's tip of the iceberg and then i seen morning combat which is another podcast uh who does mma he really got into a dude named craig he got into their coach and really was expressive. And I like when white people are expressive about things like that, because like when I say it, it really don't, it, it has value, but it's just like, oh, white people are like, oh yeah, another black person is fucking saying, saying something again about race, making it about race again. Like, but that's when you have white people that are like seeing it as well. So it's just like, 
And when he acknowledged the the MMA sports fans, that really hit home because this is like we see the comments, we see all of we see we see it all. Mm-hmm. And anytime that any fighter fucks up, gets a charge or anything, they come down ten times harder on the black athletes. Oh yeah, media wise, troll wise, like anything, any minority, and it like happens so frequently and and it's so common that some people just like fighters they just try to ignore it or they just go with it or just act like it doesn't exist so it doesn't help the sport when they try to x out certain talent and fighters that's what helps bring diversity to the sport like i can't wait till they start till we start seeing like equal opportunity uh unions for fighters and and making sure that fighters get the right fights and fighters like Angela Hill not just getting getting fed all the dogs and all the up and coming prospects. You know, she's not getting she's getting fights that's on uh, even playing field. She's a fighter. She's going to be like, yeah, I want to fight anybody. Well, that's up to her to say and, and, you know, advocate for herself. And that goes with management. And I understand it. But like sometimes people are in a position where they have to get what they can get. I don't know if that is the case for Angela, but it's about who you have in your corner, who's representing you and what you're willing to invest in. Because management. Exactly. Not everybody's going to let allow that to happen to you. But if you are out here saying, I'll get what I can get, then they're going to give you what they want to give you. Yep. So overall, her coaching was super unprofessional. Shout out to Vivian for getting a W. You yep. nannies. Yep. She did. She she did exactly what she needed to do. Yep. You know? She got uh, uh, Lee got dropped in round one. She regretted her yep. shot in round two. Uh, <laughs> so Vivian yeah. did a great job. Sixty percent on the hands. Yep. So it's just like three takedowns. Like it was work done. It was yep. work done. It was clearly somebody that was hungrier. Yep. You know. Yep. She did a great job taking her back and and, and keeping it on the ground. Exactly. You know? So I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Did not play with her. Exactly. That that was that was the the main goal. Next. Oh, we in the main card now. We in the main card. We in the main, we in the main card now. Jake Hadley versus Alan Nasiamento. Mm-hmm. Jake Hadley. You know, it was kind of back and forth, but it seemed like Nasiamento definitely kind of pushed through. Mm-hmm. I'll say round one, because at first it, it, was, it wasn't a lot of strikes, in, essentially. Right. But at the same time, it was the takedowns yep. that really made the difference between the, the whole situation. Yep. So it was just like, I don't know. It was it was a good fight. Like, cause to me, like I like groundwork now. Like I'm more, more uh, like I like to see groundwork more so. But I always love a good stand up. You know, you know a good technical stand up fight. You know, not a fucking Chandler versus Gaethje. You know, I I like to see technical shit. And if it's on the ground and it's technical, I like that too. Yeah, and Nacio. Nacio Mento, he had Oliveira in his corner, so that was already a threat going into the fight mm-hmm. and an easy way to get into Hadley's head. But uh, he had great coaches. They were mm-hmm. doing wonderful on the ground. He did it. Nacio Mento did a great job on his back. And, you know, it's unfortunate that it didn't work out in Hadley ways, but, you know, Nacio mm-hmm. Mento, he has the right people in his corner right now. Exactly. So now it's just up for him to just keep that going exactly keep that going and it's, and it's not going to be and it's not going to be something like that every it's not going to be a hadley every time 
So it's not. It's so not. I, hopefully, you know, they're definitely upgrading with that training and keeping that, keeping his chin strong because those yeah. flyweight guys hit. Yeah, they do. So, you know, just, just stay in the gym. Speaking guys that hit motherfucking Manuel Torres, mm-hmm. Manuel Torres with tanks on his hands, knocked out Frank Camacho mm-hmm. first round with the shit that he was throwing is like you you knew somebody was going down and frank camacho definitely was was kind of backing down a little bit like you could see you could see him really become uncomfortable with the the power that was constantly being thrown yeah but he was also taking a lot of shots torres was throwing a lot of shots and laying it so it was Mm -hmm. a matter of time before he actually Mm -hmm. went down and torres stayed consistent and got it done exactly motherfuckers was throwing bricks mm-hmm. like i don't lightweight got a problem with Man- manuel torres i would like to see him on the ground mm-hmm. i like to see what happens with him on the ground but other than that with the hands they're gonna have a problem like just because hands like that that just hit hit the side of hit your guard that, like that's gonna hit your guard and bounce your hands off and then you open again yeah like people like that <laughs> Just damn like Francis Naganu, like just swinging. <laughs> and they laying too. So exactly. it's not like he, he was not, touching. He was exactly. touching too. Touching Performance of the night too. Yeah. Shout out to Manuel Torres. Mm-hmm. Speaking of just throwing shit, Caitlin Jakagian mm-hmm. versus Amanda Rebus. Yep. Rebus. Yep. Caitlin Jakagian came in through with the split. The split, split decision. decision. Yeah, this split was decision. a rough one. Yeah, because that it was kind of back and forth, but at the end, I don't know. I don't know if I remember split decision really her way, but I think at the end, that's what really kind of ended it off. Caitlin was landing more than Amanda, and uh, I think that's what really gave the edge to Caitlin on that one. Yeah. You know, I thought this was a good fight. It was a lot of back and forth, and, you know, they was just taking each other's and both worlds, you know, uh, yeah. Caitlin definitely had the height advantage. So Amanda did struggle um, with trying to close the distance, but she was successful some of the times, but not enough to take the victory. So, you know, but I, I thought this was a really good fight, though. What confused me was that she had three takedowns, that Rebus had three takedowns, and she had more significant strikes. So that's why I, I, I was edging towards her. Mm-hmm. in the decision and it confused me i'm like what the fuck i think it was because caitlin had much more memorable shots yeah because you know they don't always go off stats yep. all the time they so, go off other shit random shit sometimes people don't even yeah. be knowing about exactly <laughs> but she's all polished caitlin was also <laughs> the favorite so i feel like when it's a split decision and they don't know which way to go they usually go with the favorite oh. so yeah so like I wasn't mad at this fight. Each of them got $50,000. And, you know, Caitlin is, isn't she the number one? She the number one spot. Yeah. And Amanda was number three. So still, she's right mm. where she needs to be. She she deserves to be at number three. And Caitlin deserves to be at number one right now. So. Mm, it's said. <laughs> Next, we got Lewis Smoker mm-hmm. versus Davy Grant. Davy Grant was throwing them hands. Lewis Smoker was really just kind of walking through them almost got finished with in the first mm-hmm. and kept walking through what Davy Grant was giving him. Yeah. Davy Grant was not looking like he was trying to slow down. Yeah. Even when he was getting caught, he, he kept getting caught. I think he, he made a, he made a, a adjustment 
in the second round where he kept getting caught, it was his leg kicks. He took those leg kicks away. Because yeah. the first yeah, the first round he was fucking them up bad with the leg kicks. And then second round, that's when he took the leg kicks away. And then third round, he brought the leg kicks back. And then that's when he really that's when he finished the job. Smoker opened him up round two with an elbow. This mm-hmm. is also the same round that he stopped using the leg kick. Mm-hmm. But you know, as soon as he brought the leg kicks, like coaches were great for that advice. As soon as he brought back in the leg kicks, it was over almost yep. immediately. <laughs> so that was like the one little piece that he was missing mm-hmm. because otherwise it would have not went his way. So uh, in other words, they read you could have saved yourself a whole motherfucking round. <laughs> that is very true. Had you stayed on those leg kicks, a headache <laughs> could have saved you a whole headache. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. But shout out to you getting it done though in the third round. He, he yep. hey, he made sure he got it done though. He wasn't trying to take it to the judges. So that's, that's the that's the main goal. You know, that's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Speaking of not taking it to the judges, mm-hmm. performance of the night. What what? We got Ryan Span. Yeah. Versus Cutalaba, round one. What was it? What was it? Uh, Guillotine. It was elite. It was just like he went in there like on a mission, waiting for Cutalaba to do what he does, try to take him down. Mm-hmm. And then that's when it turned, you know, it turned into a, a finish. Yeah. Fast night for Cutalaba. Cutalaba normally was the dominant one. I think his last fight was uh, Clark, and that was the dude's TV broken. Ooh, yeah. No, and I was just saying that like Cutalaba needs to do a class on ground and pound. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's one of those guys who really has disgusting ground and pound. Brian Spann was not trying to <laughs> trying be, to get that ground and pound. I, I don't not blame trying him. To be around for any of that. <laughs> I don't blame him. I really don't. Because he already saw that shit happening. I think he got him down one time already. He got him down one time in the first round, and, and he then was after able that, he was like, up. no. No, thank no, you. No, mm-hmm. sir. <laughs> Shout out to Ryan Spann on performance of the night. We didn't really get to see a lot, but at the same time, like he said, he was out of his way mentally with that, and I understand that. So he was out of his way, and that's what happens when he's out of his way. So shout hey. out to Ryan Spann. 222. And getting the, getting the job done. Final mm-hmm. card. Final fight. Mm-hmm. Jan Bohovich versus alexander racket and jan bohovich came out with the mysterious w who but uh i don't like the way it is in it but you could see it happening in the third round it was like but bokovich did a great job kicking that leg it was swell like swelling in round one so he stayed consistent with the leg kicks and you know that guy's weapons failed him yep for sure Jan looked like he was really starting to work in the first two rounds. And like he was already in championship mindset, like, all right, this is going to be a five, five round thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to knock him out. Uh, Jan was touching him up. I feel like Jan already having that mindset. He was touching him up as needed to be able to win. Like, I think he won the first round. And I, I would say he won the first round. And, and Rackett didn't really have any big moments in any of the two rounds. In the first two rounds yeah but racket was giving him issues though and i was a bit concerned i'm thinking it's gonna go all five rounds but then i saw his legs swelling mm-hmm. uh, yon did hold off on those for a bit and it, he saw the fight wasn't going his way and it brought the leg kicks back out but luckily that ended up saving him do i think he's ready to fight for the belt again i i don't i'm not i'm not seeing it i think that like when it comes to glover and yon 
if they fight, it's oh, it, they can fight now or five years from now, two years ago, tomorrow. <laughs> it's a 50 50 because this is like one of the one of them. Like, if if you get to the ground, it's happening. If because uh, Glover can get knocked out, Glover has been knocked out. Yeah, Jan can be choked out. Yeah, Jan has been choked out. So it's just like it's just however the, whoever's world they get to. You know, and, some more. And at the same time, Glover has the power to to knock Jan out as well. Mm-hmm. I don't really think that Glover uh, Jan has the power to submit Glover as we mm. saw in the first fight. He got him in bad spots, and Glover was chilling, and he got out of those spots, and he put him in a bad spot. You're like, all right, well, since we're already on the ground, like I wanted to. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if if, if y'all go. Y'all, y'all would do everything in his power not to go to that fucking ground. But he likes. He said he got um, outbeat with the ground and pound. So you know he he got outworked. He said he's better now. But I, I'm just I'm not seeing it. I'm not. So you know that's my poor take on it. They go up again, then you know it's gonna we'll be see. the same results. You know, I, I think, think it's gonna, gonna be the same result. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be the same result. Like that. That was it. You know, mm-hmm. this first one. This was. This one was too easy. This was a easy first. This is super easy. Mm-hmm. Now he just got pretty much gets to walk right into back into a title shot. When he lost the the, the last title shot, pretty much fair and square, no question, belly on the mat type. I wonder why they didn't run it back immediately, though, because, you know, usually they try to give them a chance, you know, if because they lose their belt. I think because one, because how the fight ended, he got finished and because of the amount of talent that they have behind him. So they have Pro Hoska directly behind him. You got Rackick. So, yeah, you got Rackick. So you got guys that's coming up that want that spot. So they don't got time to sit around and wait for, you know, them two to take a year off and figure it out. They trying to fight now. Well, that's how Brandon and Figueroa is going right now. They've been back and forth fighting each other. Yeah. And that's because right now that's, that's how the flyweight is. Mm. So flyweight is now by the change because you got Kai Kyra France coming back up. You got uh, Pantoja. Mm. Pantoja sound like a beast and he sound like he can cook. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a problem for real. So it they got now they have things mixed, mixed, uh get mixed up in the flyweight. So now mm. it's about to get more entertaining. And that's what I'm looking forward to. You know, I'm looking forward to any events, just the, the headliners. Next week we got uh Holly Holm versus Vieira. Mm-hmm. Uh we'll see if Holly Holm's still, you know, with it. We'll see. That's this is the test right here to mm. see if she with it because these like I just said these young 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 dogs is coming up and they're hungry and they they want anybody. That's right. That was UFC fifty four, yes. UFC Vegas fifty four. Good job. No cap recap, and we got B and a Haas and and a Haas. You right. see how I said that? No. But <laughs> we appreciate y'all rocking with us. We appreciate it. Make sure y'all tune in anytime you want. Apple, Spotify, Amazon, any streaming platforms you want. We here. Even catch us on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Make sure you link with us on the Twitter, Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook. Mm-mm. Come talk some shit with us. It's the Roundhouse Roundtable, and we out of here. Mm-hmm.
That's why I use a heat as a sword. Cause keeping peace is important. Yeah. They go keys for you. Say please. That's one, please. Don't need. No one has two, please. Don't leave. That's three, four. If you do.